0: Well, there you go, Suns fans. The 2020-2021 regular season is officially over, and it happens in a dramatic fashion as the Suns go to San Antonio, beat them twice, and then hit a get a game winner from Etwan Moore, Matthew, to win it. The <laughs> 2021 regular season is now officially over. The Suns. 51 and 21, their first time winning over 50 games since the 2009 2010 season. Matthew, welcome to the Suns Jam
1: Session Podcast. What's up? We're back after missing one game, but uh what a way to end it. Cherry on the Sunday, Jalen Smith, 41 minutes, and the Suns win by just the bench themselves. A game that we honestly that we needed for the first place, uh, first seed. So, <laughs> dude, I just what a magical season and the way to end it like this. I couldn't be any more happy. The, instead of just playing the starters and getting through the game and trying to win it that way, playing the, with the bench and the way they ended it tonight or today is just, it was a beautiful ending to the season, man.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, so many different moments in this season are to be valued and appreciated. And so many different times we can look back and, and pick out, you know, w- what's your favorite game? What's your favorite moment? And to end the the regular season on a buzzer beater three by Etwan Moore, a guy who hasn't played in two months, is just poetic. And it just shows the depth of this team, the reasons why we love this team. You know, it's, it's going to go down. There, there's so many unwritten chapters to this season that lie ahead. But the regular season is going to be something that Suns fans are going to remember for a very long time. It's going to be a regular season that's going to be remembered by young Suns fans as the, the season in which they became a fan of this team and a fan of this franchise. It's something that's been missing for so long. There's been dramatic moments. but There's been exciting moments. And to see them win today in the way that they did is just unbelievably fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't be any happier right now, honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, welcome, ladies
0: and gentlemen, to the <laughs> Sun's Jam Session podcast. Shout out to Job Flores in the chat, hooking us up with 10 bucks via the Super Chat. We thank you. Uh, I definitely could use it. I'm currently in Laughlin. One of the reasons that we did not go live after the game last night or, or yesterday afternoon is I was traveling up here. Matthew was working, and we didn't have an opportunity to actually put on the podcast, which is a very rare thing, obviously, as many of you know for us. I think we've hit every single game. Minus last night's game or or yesterday afternoon's game. So we're back here with a vengeance. Uh, Again, I'm in this shitty hotel room. So for those of you who are (laughs) watching along live on the Sun's Jam Session podcast, you can see exactly where I'm at. I'm staying at the Aquarius in Laughlin. I got to say, Matthew, uh, I find myself coughing a lot because as you walk through the lobby, it's just I'm not used to smoke everywhere. (laughs) And it's like there's not a ton of people smoking in the lobby. But I think like this. Hotel hasn't been refurbished since like 1984. So there's just like 40 years of smoke just that kind of permeating from from the carpet. I woke up this morning, I had like a smoker's cough. And like, I'm somebody yeah. who smoked for years when I was in the military, haven't smoked for about the past seven or eight
1: years. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's a secondhand smoke. It you know, is. It, I mean, it matches those uh, poop green. Uh- Yes, <laughs> this curtains behind you it's it's aquarius man so it's
0: like you're supposed to yeah. be like under the sea and you walk up and down the yeah. hallways and it's just it, it it's very dated so if, if you're watching from the aquarius uh update your shit bro yeah
1: nah, you look good though <laughs> in there man i actually when we got on you said you had to evacuate a hooker from your hotel room right give her 100 bucks
0: yeah mike here's your 100 bucks get out of here i got a podcast you can see the bed behind me it's nicely made. Yeah. Uh, i like, I don't need you in the background. It's going to create <laughs> problems. Uh, but a shout out to one of our jamsters in the chat, one of our elite jamsters, Alex Kroll. He sent some beer money for Matthew to go and to go towards his sleeves foundation. Oh, so I my- forgot
1: to put on my tank. I was yeah, going to put on frank, my tank. It's a Sunday, tank. Sunday afternoon. The sun's out. It's beautiful. <laughs> I was about to go swimming after this pod, so I should have put that tank on there. Next pod. Uh,
0: next pod. Next pod. Well, this is a reminder to everybody who is watching along live with us to go ahead, subscribe, uh, hit the thumbs up button it helps with the algorithms lets all the other Suns fans know where to go for the best post game content and not just post game content you know with this next week coming up Matthew and I are going to be getting together on Tuesday we're going to have our jammies show where we hand out our our end of year jam session awards to different uh our, our different categories throughout the NBA and then on Friday we'll do our playoff preview Prior to going live p- after the first game of uh, the playoffs for the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. so you hit those thumbs up button that definitely helps let other Suns fans know where to go. Uh, if you are on our YouTube channel, you can join the elite Jamsters simply by clicking the join button or following the link in the d- the subscription. And again, if you're watching long live, you can hit that little super chat money and you can donate because I could use uh, I could use some help here. Uh, lost some money at craps last night, so trying to trying to make it back up, trying to make the wife happy, be like, listen, I know I lost some money at craps, but you know what? The jams just came through, and uh, we appreciate that, so uh, <laughs> if you're listening on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a five-star review, we'll sit and read your review right here on the podcast. You can follow the show at Suns Jam on Instagram, Twitter, and the Phoenix Fans app. You can follow me on the same platforms at Darth Voida. You can follow me Matthew on the same platforms. At Matthew, let's see. Is that what yeah, i supposed to do? I think that's correct. I think that's okay. correct. So regular season is over. I'm in lawful I'm gonna pop open this uh this house wine, raspberry lemonade. Oh, oh. It's be delicious at 1.19 in the afternoon. Matthew, what are you gonna be oh, smashing I just, on?
1: I finished my second coffee of the day already. It's been a oh. rough morning for me, you know. Getting into the rhythm of today with a Sun's game early. I didn't, of course, no work today, but just, I need this pickup. It's already gone. Wow. Sorry, I couldn't share it with the Jams. Two of them? Wow. Yeah. You're the,
0: you're the man, dude. I guess Well, so. on that note, I'm going to pop them. Pop them if you got them, Suns fans. Ooh, that sounds ever so crisp. And uh, let's go, Suns, baby. Regular season over. Cheers to the playoffs. In, in dramatic, ever-so-dramatic fashion, your Phoenix Suns go to San Antonio. And granted, we weren't here yesterday to discuss the absolute shellacking that occurred. Uh, I didn't see the game. Uh, Matthew, I know you were working, but they, they mm-hmm. shellacked the Spurs yesterday. And then today, on an afternoon affair, one of the early games, while every team is playing in the NBA, they go to San Antonio for the a second back-to-back and... And went on an amazing buzzer beater by our boy one Moore, man. Wow
1: just wow i know That's what all a i got to say <laughs> it's a fun weekend i looking at the schedule before the second half was released we looked at these two games and i was actually thinking this these games might suck because depending on how the season goes they might matter with seating of course they do for the suns but spurs are already pretty much locked up where they're at so i was just thinking i'm like this might suck but dude this weekend was so fun because you come in the first game yesterday and i saw bits of it i had it on in the background i can't really talk too much about it because i was working but it just seemed like the team was like, you know what, let's, let's show what we're made of going into the playoffs. They came out, handled business. They went up by 40. When's the last time this season they went up by 40 against the team they should have just killed? They just absolutely wanted the rest. They wanted to win this game and they probably thought, hey, if we win this one, then our bench players who have earned like the support that they've given the starters can come in and play the big minutes like sticks. So it was just a fun, it's the best way to end the season. Seriously, I wanted to Seriously. see this bench play. I wanted to see sticks play, and yep. we got what we wanted. And I honestly, if they were to play their starters and still win this game, it would have been nice. But the way they wanted today and finish out these two games was exactly how you want to draw it up. And that's usually not what ha- that never happens with my teams. My teams that I love never goes to plan like this. Now they put pressure on the Jazz. It's I mean it's not over yet, right? This weekend, but so far so good for the Suns.
0: Yeah, it's. It's fun to watch, it, and I think you hit on a real a couple of really good points there. And I'll hit on those real quick. I just want to give some shout outs to the jam, some of the jamsters hooking us up. You got Carlos Johnson dropped a super sticker in the chat. You got Frederick Winslow hooking us up with five bucks to say you, you know thank you, Frederick, Fred. Fred. Uh, you got Brian Stewart as well. Uh, Joe Flores he says. This is for cursing live Thursday in the parking garage. W- uh, one round for f- round one at Chupacabra. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Perfect, so, all right. Man. So yeah, we appreciate that, man. You were live there uh, with the, the Fanny of the flames guy in the, in the parking lot. That was fantastic. Yeah. So, Uh, you know, again, shout out to all the jamsters who are just here. You know, you got tree nugs with the seven, seven, seven super chats for the valley. I need those seven, seven, sevens to hit the slot machines a little bit later. Once I'm done here, I'm going to go play bingo with my mom. Uh, That's so cool, dude. How cute
1: is that? John is playing bingo, you know, (laughs) with my wife and my sister. It's a girl. I know with your mom. It's just so cute. You know,
0: My mom yesterday, I got a picture I just posted on, uh, uh, my Instagram where my mom is, we're eating dinner last night. She's got like her glass and she's just like, she's got her flask of whiskey. She's just pouring it oh. into him. like my mom's a G man. Doesn't so she do that to
1: Diamondbacks games too? Yeah. She, she just, she drinks
0: me. wherever she can. Like, it's so Bring funny. Like flask? she's not an alcoholic. Okay. Like my mom will seriously be like, she'll go two months without drinking before she comes to Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Just cause she's like, she knows she wants to get crunk. So yeah. uh, sh- shout out to yourself. Darth as mom. Uh, but no, <laughs> one of the points that you definitely pointed out that I, I, think is a valid one is this is the best way for the suns to win because it gets everybody involved and excited for the playoffs you know you have no idea what's what awaits you but knowing that you can go out one day utilize your starters minus deandre Ayton, which we'll talk about here in a second but minus deandre Ayton and perform at the level that you do crisp clean uh uh, just ready to win which allows your you know sticks to get the starting minutes which allows each one more to get minutes you know step one was just destroy them on Saturday. So Sunday, all these guys could just play and, you know, they've been sitting there. They've been getting the the high fives and, and they've been the ones who've been supporting you from the bench when you've been making the big shots and the threes. And now it's your turn to do the same for them. And, you know, it, it does nothing but fortify that word that is this team. And that is team. And to see, sticks get this like when i saw sticks was in the starting lineup a couple things happened one i went down very early to sports book this morning and i laid a couple bets down and then once i laid the bets down about you know that was like eight this morning at like nine ten this morning they're like oh by the way uh no chris ball no devin booker eight and i didn't fi- i didn't think it was going to play And i was like well this thing i can fucking just throw this away you know I, was a, I had the suns covering by four points and they didn't they won by two but oh well they won uh but i i, I saw sticks was going to be and i was like dude hell yeah dude sticks is going to get some starting minutes. Like we finally get an opportunity to get more than just garbage minutes at the end of the game against second teamers. Now don't get me wrong. Like San Antonio is not necessarily like a team full that, is, that is the Clippers or the Lakers or the nuggets, but he's going to get quality minutes tonight. And he performed
1: man. He was unbelievable. Like, just the confidence in him was through the roof. I think he felt like he belonged on the floor. There wasn't really a moment where I was like, "Oh, he looks like a rookie." He looked like he fit right in with this team. He had, he was doing exactly what you want him to do: hang around the rim, shoot it from three. Uh, Things, I mean, we—that's what—that's what what we drafted him for, right? Got the rebounds tonight. He did exactly what we thought maybe he could do coming into the season. But what's nice is he got all minutes. He got almost he almost played 48 minutes tonight with 41, yeah. but it's a he, lot of minutes, man. That's I fantastic. Know. And when he got up for the alley-oop too, you don't really see that in him that he can get up that high, but he can, there's just things tonight, of course, cause we can't see him at like his full potential this whole season. We haven't had the chance tonight. We did. And it's just, it must feel so great for him because of how weird the season was for him. Of course, a lot of players in the NBA, but how he had to go to the G league and how he had just n- never play Unless it was like crappy minutes in the end. And even then, it's like no one really cares that the Suns are blowing a team out. They're not going to care too much in that. Like the the body language and stuff isn't going to look too great from a lot of those players because they just want to get the game over with. But when you're starting the game, it matters. And it shows exactly why they drafted this guy. I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer or All-Star. Who knows, but it was really nice for him to end, because he probably won't get any minutes in the playoffs. Just to have this game underneath his belt going into next season, it's exactly. going to be great, because he won't play any minutes in the playoffs, really. And This was just to get his confidence up going into the offseason, be like, you know what, I can actually play, and I feel great, and I had the confidence today to actually help the Suns win a game. That must feel really great for him.
0: Well, and one thing you have to think about is how, you know, one – A lot of Suns fans have been calling for six minutes all season long, and we've talked about it multiple times throughout this journey that has been the 2020-2021 season and how it's not necessarily a good thing that – If sticks was getting minutes like we don't have the time to develop a guy who didn't have an opportunity to play in in the summer league who didn't have an opportunity to play in the preseason very much seen as it was was muted to four games. There wasn't a lot of opportunity this season to develop him and the only time you were going to get minutes was in a blowout win or a blowout loss. So that's, you know, seeing him come out and play the way that he did today was uh, it gives you hope for the future because that's what it, we have to hope for is the future with him. Like you said, he's not going to get playoff meaningful playoff minutes, but when mm-hmm. you have like you know Tyrese Halliburton playing well, and he was the pick right after you know uh, uh, Jalen Sticks, and we're we're like, man, you know, like, and and we weren't necessarily, but a lot of Suns fans no, were. like, we well, we'll, we'll, well, look at Tyrese Halliburton. What's well, like, yeah, he was allowed opportunity, and remind me of what their seat is in the playoffs. Oh, what? The Spurs? No, the Kings. Oh, <laughs> the Kings, Uh, nothing. Exactly. I mean, so they have to be the so...
1: Yeah,
0: well, we'll see how Other that goes. That. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about that here in a bit. But I think that, you know, it was it's very valuable because we know that going into next season, uh, after we get through the playoffs and everything, we're going to have to navigate a lot of conversations relative to who's going to stay on this team and who isn't, who's valuable yeah. and who isn't, who's expendable, who isn't, who makes sense, who doesn't. Like, you know... I could totally see sticks potentially taking the Dario Saric role on next year. I absolutely can. Dario Saric is going to have one of those contracts that is very enticing and is going to uh, you know it's he'll have 2 years and uh, 18 million left on his contract at the end of this season. So it's going to be one of those contracts that you can utilize in conjunction with other things, assets and what have you to gain an asset uh or to or to gain a draft pick what have you sticks is going to have an opportunity to potentially fill those minutes but you need to have a performance like today where you see him as a star and you go, okay there is potential in this kid because he's looked very very lost uh shout out to buck dog one of our elite jamsters in the chat he says big dick sticks love it big Dick Sticks." pretty
1: simple but it rolls right off the tongue It
0: rolls right off the tongue so you know a- again i think that it was it was fun to see him out there because we're all rooting for him too, and we all root for those those monitor those uh, James Jones picks, the Cam Johnsons, you know the, the ones yeah. who nobody nationally gives us any credit for, and even as Suns fans we don't give him credit for because when Cam Johnson was drafted we're like uh huh, and I remember I mean I was sitting right next to you when Jalen Smith was drafted, and we're like okay you know it was like what? one of those moments <laughs> I did you not know. expect it what <laughs> yeah. so uh, you know very very valuable. For him to perform the way that he did today, he ended with a total of 11 points, 10 rebounds, five for 11 shooting, one for four from three, two assists, uh, and one savage, just unbelievably savage flagrant foul. Was that the softest flagrant (laughs) foul you've
1: ever seen in the history of the NBA? Yeah, it was, and I didn't even know it was a flagrant at all until so I saw on Twitter that it was. I must have missed a free throw. Because <laughs> I honestly, that's like, there's no chance that that was actually a flagrant, man. I mean, for the poor guys are trying to move around and get past the dude, and I guess they called it a flagrant, which makes no sense because that's the way the Suns have it this year, right, with the flagrants. I feel like those are the ones that we get hit for. And on re- even on replay, man, it looked like nothing happened at so all. Soft. It was so soft. So they must have saw something else because I was like, you got to be kidding me, man! That almost cost us the game. You know, <laughs> potentially,
0: <laughs> potentially it could have. Yeah. Uh, another guy who got to start today, who I was excited to see. You know, one, Mikael Bridges got his five minutes just to continue his streak, and he was he was productive in those five minutes seven points, three for three from the field. Uh, but I want to talk about C four, man. Uh, Javon Carter, forty three minutes, nineteen points, ten rebounds, nine assists. Like he was one assist shy of the of the triple double, man. And I was just yeah. Oh, I was rooting for it at the very end of the game. I'm like, dude, like just run a play where he passes to something, you know. But, you know, the Suns made it a little too uh, uh, stressful at the end of the game and it didn't allow an opportunity for him to kind of just have one of those, you know, if they're up like seven points and, and San Antonio knows it's over, he could have gotten one of those little like uh, alley oops of sticks or something. And it would have been for the 10th yeah. assist and the triple double. But what'd you see from Javon Carter tonight?
1: Uh, I think he looked great, man, because honestly, there, there was a few times where I'm like, oh, you're almost costing us a game. Cause he kind of threw the ball away a little bit. I think he was getting too comfortable with certain passes, but besides that, man, he actually came out and he looked like the Devon Carter. Like I thought coming into the season, he was doing a lot. I mean, he was doing whatever he needed to do to really control the offense. You had him starting with campaign and campaign and him together. Of course you love that duo. So they feed really well off of each other and them getting each other in the game. And then the rest of their teammates is something that you want to see because, you never know going to the playoffs what's going to happen, who needs to play, and you just want to see Javon Carter get to that next level, the level that you know he can kind of play at where it's very unselfish, but they he'll take the threes when he needs to, and that's what he did tonight. And I feel like even on the miss he had and he got the rebound and shot it again, it's like that's what kind of groove he was in tonight because he, he can get in that groove like a Langston Galloway, like a Cameron Payne where they can't knock down three-point shooters, but you want to see him spread the ball. Those assists are huge. That is something that I thought he would be good at this year, Hasn't really had the chance to show it too much, but then even when he's in the game, he's just a knockdown three-point shooter right now and plays defense. So for him to spread the ball, that's something that I want to see more of. And I know he can be good at that, um, but just having him start the game and get the minutes like Sticks did, it's just it'll eventually come, right? And then I think what happened too is the rest of the Suns players that were playing today, they just felt so great. Everyone seemed like they were in a groove. So to get those assists, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying when everyone feels that great and you feel like everyone is on point, those assists are going to come easier because everyone seriously shooting 51% as a team, they're going to knock down a lot of those shots. So luckily for him, they were, and then that's why he got those assist numbers, but he was very unselfish tonight too.
0: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't finding a lot of groove on offensively. I mean, nine for twenty-two from the from the field. He shot the most uh, free th- or field free throws, field goal attempts than anybody on the team. I mean, he he kept that that Javon Carter mentality, like you give me the ball, I'm gonna shoot. And it seemed like about halfway during the game, he realized, like you know what, I need to start dishing it a little bit. And and as you mentioned, you know, that's where something that you don't really expect from him, you know, and again, you know, you're not going to take a lot out of this game because this is a game in which your starting five is Dario Saric, Jalen Smith, Mikhail Bridges, campaign and, and Javon Carter. So there's not like we're going to sit here and come up with some magical analysis like Javon Carter has turned a corner in his career. You know, he's going to yeah. be a starter next year. No, he's not. I, what I what I do, what I did like to see was the fact that he was aggressive because that's what you need from the Bulldog. Come playoff time, if, if he is to garner any minutes, which he most likely will, depending on the matchups, he's the kind of guy who is very valuable come playoff time because he is a plus defender who is a disruptor. And even though he's not physically tall, you know, he, he's he's more of a bulldog. He's somebody yeah. who can really disrupt the opposition, but you're going to need valuable minutes from him come playoff time because he's going to have to ha- hit big shots. He will be open on plays. That is a guarantee, no matter who's out there, if they're running the three guard lineup where both Booker and Payne or Booker and Paul are out there and they decide to have Javon Carter in there, he's going to have to be big. And to see him, although they weren't necessarily going in again, nine for 22 for a total of 19 points, not efficient in any way, shape or form. But to see him not lose his edge and keep shooting, that's what you're going to need because those guys have to have that cold-blooded gene in the playoffs and have the ability to just, when that ball comes their way, just to grip the leather and shoot it at will. And you know, he, he shot it at will tonight.
1: Yeah, that's what Monty wants to see, man. He wants to see these guys just shoot the ball. I mean, 9 for 22, yeah, but that just shows that Javon Carter has confidence in his shot. So you want to see that, and then you have one Moore come out and just... Dismantle this this team's the 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 uh, Spurs defense by just those floaters, the teardrops, whatever he was doing. So it's like it's so hard for Monty to be like, who the hell do I play in the playoffs? Because well, yeah, I can hit a game winner going to the playoffs. You haven't played like in two months, you know. <laughs> it's like well, what the hell are you doing to me?
0: So so let's have the Etwan more conversation because he was fantastic tonight. Twenty two mm-hmm. points to lead all scores. Nine for ten from the field. Had two rebounds, two assists. Uh, one block and of course he hit the game winner a three-pointer with two seconds left on the clock and that's a that's a good question and you know one thing that I was I, I know we are both Etuan Moore fans for what he did earlier in the season there was that stretch during the season where Booker was a little bit hurt CP3 was playing a little bit less minutes Javon Carter was getting no minutes and Etuan Moore was getting I wouldn't say the lion's share of the bench minutes but he had a he had a probably about a 10 or, or 12 game stretch where we saw plenty of Etuan Moore and then he just yeah. kind of went away. And, uh, you know, he possesses the, the Matthew Lissy special, the floater in the lane, one of Matthew's <laughs> favorite shots. And, you know, it's just when he shoots it, you, you know, it's going in. I don't think that his performance today is going to affect the way that Monty approaches his rotations
1: come playoff time. No, but it's got to make him think a little bit now. Right. Well, I mean, if someone's off, yeah, you can put them in. I think it helps uh, each one. Not that he's ever said anything probably on the bench, like how he doesn't get minutes, but it helps him be like, you know what, I still have it. And if he calls me in the, in the playoffs, I'll be ready. But you're right. I don't think Monty's really going to mess with his, his lineups right now because this game was basically just get those guys out there and just give them a lot of minutes because they deserved it. And I feel like this season ending this way was perfect. But if they're going to actually go out there and perform that way, the way he did tonight, it's just... It hurts Monty in a way to where it might hurt him because he he knows how good of a player he is and how he can contribute to this team, but he probably is not getting any playoff minutes. But there are gonna be, I bet you a couple minutes this playoffs where he'll get some minutes that are gonna be crucial. And this game kind of just helps him go into that because he's not gonna sit on the bench, I don't think, the whole time. I think these guys will come in and maybe get two or three minutes if needed in the playoffs. But I don't know, we'll see, man.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting because, again, the depth of this team has been a strength of theirs all season long. And as you go into the playoffs, obviously, you cut down on your rotations. You don't need your depth as much. And yeah. it really becomes like playing with a bullpen in high leverage playoff situations where you have, you know, some of the teams with the deepest bullpens. By the time they get to the playoffs, they've got like their their rotations down. They're like, OK, if it's the seventh inning, we're bringing in this guy the eighth inning. It's this guy the ninth inning. And it's our closer. And if one of those guys gets rocked, like you lose, and you don't want to run into the, that situation with the Suns roster. Uh, and Etwan Moore is such a pro. I mean, he's such a pro. And he's somebody that I, you know, essentially the, the way that James Jones constructed this roster this season is he's like, all right, campaign, you're going to get the backup opportunity behind Chris Paul. If you lose it, I've got Etwan Moore sitting in the wings. And kudos to campaign, man. Like, I would not replace each one more with campaign campaign even no. you know tonight uh he ended with 19 points seven for 14 shooting three for six from downtown four rebounds six assists and one steal he is just he's playing so well and even though each one had a great performance tonight you can't sit there and even have you can't even have that conversation right no,
1: you can't, you can't have it with anybody, any of these players. Right now, they're they're all in a groove. They haven't really been off. I mean, Saric is the only one we can talk about that maybe needs to improve, but he's just himself right now. I don't think you're going to get any more, any less out of him. But right now, I mean, even – that's the reason I feel like they got Links and Galloway and each one more in the offseason. It's like, you know what? You're probably not going to play a lot of the games, but we know you're professional. You can handle yourself and help these teammates too from the bench, and that's what they've done all season. So nothing's going to change, I think, and I think that honestly – what Monty will, it, what he's going to do in the playoffs, it might surprise us if he does put him in. But honestly, I think they're decided to be in the playoffs again because these these are veterans that, uh, you know, they want a chance to try to get that ring this year. So anything to help the team, they're gonna they're gonna be there for them.
0: The Sarge smoke break. I tell you, man, I feel like I've been on a starch smoke break walking around the halls of Laughlin with all these fucking yeah. old people smoking cigarettes. Man. That's the way-
1: That's his life, man. Dude, I I'm mean, are you. you saying he has a rough life? Walk a yeah, walk, yeah, walk a, La- a w-
0: walk a Laughlin casino. I tell you, you like you come around the corner, you smell the smoke you're like, Dario,
1: is Dario here? <laughs> Dario, where are you at, buddy?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what you see from Dario tonight? You know, a lot, a lot more uh, miscoordination. Um, you know, he had a, a way to put percent- it. Yeah, it's just he's he's miscoordinated, uh, which yeah. I don't think is a word, but it's it's like no. the perfect Dario word. Thirteen it points is. on six for twelve shooting, one for three from the field, uh, yeah. or from 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 deep. I'm sorry, uh, four assists, four rebounds, two steals, um, mm-hmm. a plus thirteen. What what do you have from uh, our old boy, old boy, wide open Dario, brick and... The Dario long uh, break.
1: <laughs> Dario, oh man, funny. it might be. I mean, the uh, way he was, I mean, he he had some easy layups tonight, man, easy layups that are never going to be seen again the rest nope. of the year. So he was, he was shocked. Yeah, he was. I mean, he had a, him and Frank had a few floaters that were nice. I mean, but I don't know. Leave that guy open. Sarge from, from three, if you're the opposing team, because he is just so uncomfortable with that shot. I mean, even more than before. So if, if Monty's gonna give him minutes, I don't know. It's just so weird to talk about him because I don't know what to expect. I don't know, but I know tonight was kind of easier for him. I know he didn't break 30 minutes tonight, but he's just what he is right now, right? I don't I can't even remember the way he was before we started the segment, <laughs> but right now I'm just kind of <laughs> lost even for words, how to describe this guy right now.
0: Again, like if Jalen Smith can legitimately develop into a backup four. Like, it'll be nice to see some athleticism because it's just, it's so tough. And and we love Dario. Wow. I mean, I, I absolutely, I do love Dario. I've said it before, I'll say it again. He's somebody who rose his hand and says, I'm coming back there after the bubble performance. He was so key to our bubble performance, he was so key to us turning it around. So I'm a big Dario Sarch fan. But I mean, he is going to be, yeah, Kota Kid says it right yes. in the chat. He says, Dario was on fire before the segment. We mm-hmm. made the segment and he's sucked ass since. So I, I honestly.
1: Can we retire I, I, it and see what happens? Yeah, no. let, you know, you want
0: to retire it or no? Well, we'll see how it goes in the playoffs. Let's just say know. we
1: retired it right now, and then the first playoff game, if he comes back, he's like four for six and like six rebounds in the minutes he's played, maybe twenty minutes. Then, then we don't, we'll keep we not retired. Use it. Yeah, we'll keep it retired. we keep retired.
0: But if he comes down the playoffs <laughs> in the first couple games and sucks ass, we'll go right back to having the the, okay. the, the the smoke break back. I agree with that because he has. I feel like we have personally <laughs> jinxed him, you know. But it's just like <laughs> Buck Dog, my nipple game <laughs> is strong today. Bam! Oh, it's cold. It's actually super cold in my room <laughs> yeah.
1: right now. Oh my so god, cold. they're cold uh, and charcly right from the yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the smoke
0: <laughs> from from all the smoke <laughs> when you rub Smoking it up against. Um, but yeah, I mean Dario will really see. He's gonna be. He, he's gonna have to be unbelievably valuable in mm. the playoffs. He really is. And oh yeah. Oh man, he's he, it's gonna come down to him. But another guy who it might come down to, in all honesty.
1: What's up?
0: The juice, man. Torrey Craig today coming off the bench. I like that they kept him in his role. They could have had the opportunity to start him over Jalen Smith. And I like that Monty said, Jalen Smith, you're going to get 41 minutes tonight. Juice, we're going to have you coming in, playing the same role that you normally do. Uh, He had 11 points, five from 11 from the field, four assists, six big rebounds. And what I loved is he had five personal fouls. Like the juice stayed physical today in a game that wasn't necessarily physical.
1: Yeah, he did. And honestly, you know what you're going to get from him, right? He's the guy that's right now. I know you're talking about sticks and maybe next season taking over the Daro Sarge minutes, but in this, the playoffs coming up, it's going to be st- or it's going to be uh, <clears throat> Tory Craig. So Craig, yep. he's absolutely just he's so consistent on this team right now and those rebounds, like he said, whoa, that was a bad, was that? More a rebounds? It was okay. Oh man, that was rough. You know, sometimes I rewatch these podcasts and like, I feel like my voice squeaks even more. So I to get those. Those testosterone pills are coming in soon. But anyways, Craig. Well, if for, you want to donate in the super chat, we can get Matthew yeah, more go. testosterone pills. Oh, I need we it.
0: appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Craig's awesome. That's all I gotta say, man. Yeah, he, I just I, I love Corey Craig. Well, yeah. he's what we need in the playoffs. Exactly. He, you know, yep. he he's what Dario Sarch hasn't
0: been. Is physical. Is is athletic. Is is grabbing yeah. rebound authority. Is hitting threes. Is uh is you know just being the aggressor that the suns are going to need come playoff time, you know, and, uh, before you, well, do you have anything else from your notes before we hand out the jam star?
1: My notes are kind of slim. I just kind of enjoyed this game. Uh, yes, but no, I'm I, good. I, did,
0: I actually didn't write any notes this game for the first time. Yeah. You're such season. a pro now.
1: Who needs notes when you're here, dude, fact notes. Jam <laughs> star of the game.
0: All right, this is your reminder, Jamsters. If you're watching along live, go ahead and hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell button, which will notify you when we go live, because we will go live on Tuesday with our end-of-year jammy awards. I think I actually – do I do I still have the jammy drop on here somewhere? I don't think I have it anymore, because I would. it would be nice to go – oh, well. Um So, yeah, we'll be doing our jammies on Tuesday, and then we'll do our playoff preview on Friday. So hit the the bell button. It'll notify you when you go live so you can join us in the chat and interact with the show, as you always do. Uh, Go ahead as well and let us know in the chat who your jam star of the game is. Matthew, for the last time of the regular season, I'll let you go first. Who is your jam star of the game?
1: Should be more, but I'm going to choose Sticks. Just because, how many times do we come on this pod and do this award? And everyone's putting Sticks in there as a joke, but tonight <laughs> he actually earned it, dude. He definitely earned it. one close second, of course, game winner, but I'm going to give it to Sticks. All right,
0: well, let's go down the line. K gives it to one. Leo gives it to Sticks. Nibble gives it to each one. We got sticks for Leo. We already said that. More for Mark Close. Alex Kroll gives it to Etuan. Big Boogie Trent gives it to Etuan. Sticks for Fabio. Yeah, it's down the it's down the you know, Etuan, more, and Javon Carter. Uh more, more. Tuan is the is the jam star. Etwan, sticks, more, sticks. Man. Urkel.
1: <laughs> Even <laughs> sticks. with no starters, we still have an issue with the jam star. Who to give uh, it to? Sorry. Just the <laughs> Um, well,
0: you said sticks. I'll give it to Etwan Moore just because he hit okay. the shot. You know, he he was the best player out there tonight, in my opinion. He was. He was the most efficient player. Uh, he came in off the bench again, showcased his ability to be a consummate pro. Twenty-one minutes, twenty-two points, uh, nine for ten from the field, and the three that hit it. I mean, cheers to you, Mister Etwan Moore, because that was a fantastic performance. And ultimately, you know, the reason that that three was so big, because I mean, we've we've locked up the two seed. We know that we know we're the two seed, but with that shot, now we can start to look at some games later today with a little bit of, uh, more interest. Thoughts, um, brains. So obviously, with that victory, it moves the Suns to fifty-one and twenty-one on the season. Final standings for this season. And what that does now is that now play that forces the Utah Jazz, if they if they want to lock up that one seed, they're actually going to have to try tonight. Now, granted, they played the the San Antonio Spurs, or I'm sorry, the the Sacramento Kings, a team that is not played well this season. They're 31 and 40 entering this last game of the season. Uh, they lost their last two. They're without Tyrese Halliburton. They're a team that's just you know they're they're a defeated squad. So, do you think you know the first question I got for you, Matthew? Do you think that the Utah Jazz play their starters tonight, or do they go rogue like the Suns did and say, no, we're, we're going to start our, our bench guys?
1: I think they start their starters. I think they do the best they can to win because the whole season, no respect for the Jazz, even if they win this game, but for some reason, I mean, they've been in the first season except for that one week where the Suns took it over for a little bit, but they've tried so hard to have the best record in the NBA. Why not just try to complete it, right? I mean, I think they had their own goals, but – as an NBA fan, you kind of want to see, you know, the team that was on top all season, even though they haven't had any respect. I don't know how many times I got to say that. <laughs> they seriously, they have a chance to be number one season. I think it's very special to them to win it. I think they come out strong and they probably just finished business. Um, I know as a Suns fan, we want to see them lose, and mm-hmm. they might, but tonight it might just be a blowout win over the Kings. But if you're the Kings, it might be fun to take them out, huh? Well, yeah, that's the other side of this: is the Kings do have the
0: opportunity to play spoiler here, and you know they have. Ah, uh, the ability to affect the game that starts at 6 p.m. Arizona time tonight by potentially taking that team and beating them, and if they do, they bump them down to the two seed. And uh, you know, I'll pull up the uh, the playoff picture here. Uh, this is, I believe, as updated as it can be. Um, Yeah, so there you have it. So you have the Suns are currently awaiting the results of the Golden State Warriors and Los Angeles. So the Golden State Warriors are playing the Memphis Grizzlies right now. As we podcast, the Warriors are up uh, six at halftime, 55 to 49. So if they win that game, they lock in the eight or the eight seed. If they lose that game, Memphis locks in the eight seed and we'll have to play potentially the Lakers. Now, the Lakers are playing this evening as well, and they are playing against uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. If they win that game and the Trailblazers lose to the Nuggets, then the Trailblazers will drop to the 7th seed, and the Lakers will gain the 6th seed. So a lot of different things going on today, right?
1: Yeah, it's going to be very, very different. Honestly, Denver, it's like, what do you have to win for but you you have to win right because the Clippers can take over that third seed so um man it's gonna be a fun night dude I'm glad the Suns got their game over with so then we could see kind of like in the bubble the last game the eighth game it was kind of like you know Suns won then we watched the rest of the day it's the same exact thing except for we're <laughs> one of the best teams in the league so it's a little different that way but it's gonna be fun tonight man I can't wait
0: Yeah, there's going to be plenty to watch if you are a fan of basketball tonight. Because to your point, you know, Denver could sit all of their starters against Portland, allow Portland to win, uh, knowing that if that happens, Portland is going to be the team that they face in the first round. So it's like, do you not want to show your hands? Or do you go, I don't want to play Portland in the first round. I would rather play Dallas. Mm -hmm. Well, if they lose, they'll play. I mean, there's so much going on. And, you know, kudos to the NBA for putting this together the way that they have because it's really come down to not just like the last day, but like the last games, like, you know, the sun's win today puts pressure on Utah. So now you're forced to have a good contest there. Golden state and Memphis. That's going to be a good contest. Like the Lakers, are they comfortable where they're at? Are they not comfortable where they're at? You know, you have the Clippers. Do they, are they comfortable playing Dallas? Or do they feel like they match up better uh, against the Portland trailblazers. And if so, you know, they're going to do everything they can to win. So, I mean, it's really, really interesting, you know, but no matter what, no matter what happens, I do kind of agree with what Chris Paul was saying when he uh, was talking to the TNT guys at the end of the uh, the last game, in which or two games ago now. When he's like, "Listen, you got to go through everybody, man. Like it doesn't matter. You're not going to dodge anybody in the Western Conference. I've been playing this conference my no. whole career. You're not going to dodge anybody, right?
1: Yeah, and honestly, he has right. <laughs> he's always had the tough matchups. That's a perfect Phoenix Sun just go up against the toughest matchups every playoffs. You know, it, you can never avoid these these teams and he's learned from his career that's exactly right. and That's the right mindset to go into it because it shouldn't be like, "Oh man, if we play the Lakers, it's over." It's basically like, "If we go to the, if we're in the playoffs, we're well deserving of it and we can compete with any of these teams." They have to be confident in themselves, and that's the best way to put it by Chris Paul.
0: So, Jamsters if you're watching along live, let us know who you want to win tonight. Give us kind of like the, you know, fuck Portland and and Go Laker, whatever. Yeah, do you uh, think? Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let let us know what you think. We'll bring those up in the chat here. Um, you know. But as I look at the games tonight, you know, a, a perfect scenario, and I almost put like a bet, uh, here at the the Aquarius Resort in Laughlin, Nevada. I almost put like the perfect Suns path today, and literally just picked the teams that I wanted to win, uh, in an effort to uh, to get the Suns exactly where I wanted them to be, and essentially that would be the Jazz lose uh Portland loses the Lakers win. And I think that's like the perfect scenario for me cuz that makes the Suns the 1 seed, it puts the Lakers at the 6 seed, it drops Portland to the 7 seed. It would be Portland versus the the Warriors uh, cuz I think we could take out either one of those teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. but again, we would get the 8 seed if we're the 1 seed. So I mean it's just like it would be great to end the season as the 1 seed. It would be great to try to push the Lakers off as, as far as possible. Now, granted, at the end of the night, I truly believe that the Suns will be the two seed, the Lakers will be the seven seed, the Warriors will be the eight seed, and then we will be watching that eight-seven matchup with uh, very—I uh, wouldn't say concerned eyes, uh, uh, knowing eyes, high, uh, hungry eyes, wandering eyes, in wandering eyes, interested <laughs> eyes. We'll be very interested in what that game says. So, uh, the boogie trend says, "Fuck the Blazers and fuck the Jazz." I like it. It's like, I'd rather play Portland over Los Angeles from Kota kid. I agree with that. Carlos Johnson says go Portland. Um, so he wants them to win. So we don't have to, uh, or so the Lakers would be the team that we're essentially playing, uh, go nuggets, Lakers and Kings from division X to nine. Um, six is the jam star still from Diego president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there you go. Dog drunk eyes. Yes. That's good. You know, it's, mm. it's one o'clock and I'm having the brown eyes, brown, brown eyes. There you go. So, um, Definitely a lot of things to be excited about watching yeah. tonight's basketball game. And then, you know, after that, the fun really begins. The, the great thing is this next week, Matthew, we don't, the Suns don't play until probably next Sunday is my guess, depending yeah. on the matchup, depending on how the play in games go. The Suns might not play till Sunday and it'll, uh, it'll be Saturday and Sunday, obviously. Uh, but it's going to be really fun to sit back and just know that our team's going to be well-rested. Our, you know, we, we have an opportunity to kind of debate what some of our starting lineups will be as we try to figure out who we're going to play. Um, but let's just kind of recap this season, if you will. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on the
1: 2020,
0: 2021 season?
1: Uh, unreal. Just, uh, I think that honestly, uh, this wasn't really expected. I think I, even like the win total win, I think Dave King came on the pod and we talked about what our predictions are. Whatever predictions we had, they were great predictions, right? They were a winning season, but nothing like this that we thought of. I mean, the the players we have on this team now with Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, it's just under not underappreciated, but it's just it's crazy to listen to other podcasts like The Ringer and how many times they talk about Jay Crowder and Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Just on a on a glooming scale of one to ten, a ten. You know, these guys are just they're raved over because of what they've done in the playoffs beforehand and how they're missing on their other teams and how they are truly missed. And we are lucky to have them. And I think what those guys brought to this team is something that we really didn't even see coming. So right now it's kind of, it's kind of weird because we're in the playoffs, but we're doing this podcast and I'm just thinking like, it just seems like it's gone so fast. And I think that's just life. Right. But it's gone so quick and I think we've enjoyed every game except for maybe a few where we get on eight and stuff. But this whole season has just been crazy and absolutely amazing. And I think just going into the playoffs, I don't think we could have looked any better as a team. So the way that Monty had this team ready to go all season long, uh, we avoided injuries, we, we got through COVID and all that. It's really quite the experience for us just to watch, but to deal with the behind the scenes and what they had to put up with and all that and get through the season and get 51 wins it's astonishing, really. I just don't even know how really to put it into words because it's just been a really crazy year, and it's been fantastic to watch. Yeah, I think
0: uh, it's been a hell of a ride. And thank you. Thank you for being somebody who's willing to you know, come on a podcast with me after every game and talk about the Suns because this has been so much fun Yeah, considering what we've been through for the past 10 years. And I think one thing that I'm going to be very, very excited about is we don't have to go the say the words the past ten years anymore because this is all gonna be behind us now. This this stretch of shitty suns basketball is over. And who knows, it might start up against the next year, but you know what? We'll hopefully we won't go for ten we years we won't have the
1: pod then, right? <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> no pod then. Well,
0: <laughs> well, I, I think the the fun thing about this is you and I started this podcast at the beginning of last season of the two thousand nineteen slash twenty season. Yeah, and we started it as a couple of guys who literally like were in a garage recording episodes, recording three episodes in one sitting and putting them out kind of sporadically throughout the week. And then the pandemic hit and we had to figure out kind of, well, uh, we got to talk about something uh, and we love doing it. You know, and, and and as we've grown, we've grown with our jamsters and the people who want to come and, and share their thoughts about the Suns after every game. And we kind of found our niche in there. Our niche was like after Suns games, that's when we're going to go live. And I remember it was right around Christmas time. You know, we'd done the first podcast uh, or we'd done a, a few podcasts for the preseason and I was like, so, man, do you want to go live like once a week, twice a week? You're like, no, dude, after every game. I was like, all right, let's do yeah. this. Like, we'll go yeah. live after every game, you know, and it was uh, uh, obviously we missed yesterday. But it's been a hell of a season. And, and to sit there and as a Suns fan experience this, not only experience it as a Suns fan, but experience it with people and and to share these moments with you and to share these moments with the Jamsters and, and the frustrations and the joys and and the 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 little laughters along the way, the Sarge of smoke breaks and the big dick books and, you know, coming (laughs) up with coming up, coming up with different names for for male genitalia relative to (sighs) sons, basketball players. It's it's, it's funny. It's funny and it's fun. And -hmm. it's been, it's been amplified by the fact that this team just finished a season and went 51 and 21, 51 and 21. It's I said crazy. 44 and I thought I was being optimistic at the beginning of the season cuz we just yeah. didn't know. And this roller coaster ride that we've experienced it, it's only going to progress because now we have the playoffs and and now there's going to be so much more emotion and hopefully it's going to be more of this joyous emotion of of this, you know, of the winning ways. And you know to to see this team go from uh, a team in the bubble that was Lighting the world on fire and no one gave a shit about. To to your point, Matthew, a team that now the Ringer, TNT, all these national pundits, it, it's made Zach Lowe an anti-Suns fan. He's always a guy who was in the Suns corner. Now he's just like he's very he's pessimistic when he talks about the Suns because it's no longer cool to talk about the Suns because we're not a team that's, you know, scoring 150 points a night. We're a team that's going to grind you out with defense and beat you with clutch shooting. But to see these these national pundits nod their head and give respect to the Suns while still not fully given respect is it's fun. It, it's, it's great to be a Suns fan again. And I, I was standing in the elevator this morning and as I was heading down to the lobby, there's a little kid in me. And, and I got to say, there's a lot of Dodgers and, and like LA people here in Laughlin right now. And I was standing in the lobby. This little kid was like just looking up at me and his dad's sitting there and he has just like an LA hat on. Uh, and, and he's like, son, what are you looking at? And I looked down at the kid, and like you could tell, like he, I was wearing just this, and like he he saw the the phoenix, and he saw the colors, and he was just kind of like, I was like, yeah, go sons, baby, and he was just <laughs> like, and he smiled and he laughed, and I was like, I don't know if he's laughing at me or with me, but like I was just like, you know what? This is this is fun, and this has been a hell of a ride, and I talked so, too long. He my was car. checking
1: no, he was checking, checking up on my nips. <laughs> <laughs> it, the best part of this, sorry, dude. sorry Matthew's mom yeah sorry mom i honestly this is the beginning right this is starting next weekend it's the beginning of something really really special and hopefully we can keep it going as long as we can
0: absolutely and you know for those of you uh who are going to join us we're going to be doing a joint effort with the sun's solar panel Uh, we'll be going live after the games we're going to be at the chupacabra tap room in mesa for game one we'll see if we're going to uh game two at the chupacabra if we're going to have another location i'm working with a couple friends on potentially a secondary location or if or if matthew's just going to be in his uh place and i'm going to be in my place and we're just going to go in that way uh because it's a long drive to mesa for me but uh (laughs) you know it's going to be great because we're going to be around suns fans and and to experience that again you know matthew i've alluded to this multiple times in this podcast throughout the year you've never experienced a suns game at a bar uh uh, being of legal age you know again i'm older than you by a few years i'm 38 so the last time the suns were in the playoffs i was 28 or 27 somewhere in there so but i had like six solid years of the seven seconds or less area going to bars watching the games experiencing the highs and lows like i remember high-fiving people after the tim thomas shot that i've never met in my life you know and that's going to be the best part about all of this is is experiencing it with the fans and if, if you're Joining us here on the Suns Jam Session podcast to, to do that at, at, during the post game that's fantastic. If you're going to the games and you're supporting the Suns, you're going to be around that raucous 10,000 people experiencing those moments together because we have home court advantage. So, I mean, there's so much to be thankful and valuable for. And I think that that's one thing that we focused on plenty during the season is enjoy this ride. You know, as we were going through the, the run, after we went 8-8, eight and eight, and, and going, you know, absolutely crazy. And go, it was like, well, like 32 and five in the next whatever amount of games, whatever the, the numbers and the metrics were, you know, enjoy the ride. Well, now for the next week, we get to appreciate it. We get a, it, It's almost like if your team's going to the national championship in college football, you know it for like a month and you get to appreciate it for a month. For the next week, we get to sit back and not have to worry about shit because whoever's waiting on the other side, we're ready for him, man.
1: Yeah, I guess, so. unless it's the Lakers for a lot of us, but I don't even care anymore. Man. I don't I even this, care. This team is as ready. They're 100% ready for the playoffs. Like, absolutely perfect ending and perfect season from the Suns. I think it's 10 out of 10 this year. 11. 11. <laughs> Turn it up to 11 this year. <laughs> Turn it year, up dude. to 11. 11.
0: So, um, real quick, for the final time during the regular season, we are going to bring up this here segment.
1: Guess what? <laughs>
0: So as some of you may have recalled on our Friday night or Thursday podcast, after the last game, who did we beat two games ago?
1: Oh, blazers. Um, blazers. blazers!
0: After the blazers, uh, we knew that we might not have the opportunity to put out a podcast on Saturday. So we predicted the next two games and Matthew said that the Spurs would win. And then the, or no, you said the Suns would win and then the Spurs would win. Yeah. And, And I said that the Spurs would win and then the Suns would win. So we split the games. And ultimately, the final tally for this season John, 34 and 22. Matthew, 35 and 21. Matthew, you are the guess what champion of the 2020, 2021 season. Next season, we'll have to put a bet on it.
1: Yeah, we will. But until then, hold on. Suck it, John. (laughs) Suck it. oh not too, too far out just in case i forget if i was wearing shorts or not so <laughs>
0: you should have you, you should have prepared like a, a degeneration x suck it thing I, like, I surprised me with a video of degeneration it was well x. worth the
1: win dude all season long i struggled and i couldn't wait to hold that in and honestly it wasn't even that great i was i was i should have went harder but i didn't want to knock all my stuff over so well because Matthew wins,
0: we'll play this drop one more time. Yeah,
1: because if I would have done the suck it after that, you wouldn't want to see <laughs> you wouldn't want to see what's going on. No, beautiful oh Matt. I owe it also Ricky Rubio. <laughs> yeah.
0: Then thank you, Papa Ricky, for helping Matthew uh get through this uh this season. So you oh, know, crotch
1: uh, and nipple game going on. Sorry.
0: You know, so uh, that's it for the season. You know, w- once we understand who our playoff opponent is, uh, I don't think we'll be predicting the games necessarily, uh, but we'll just be providing analysis on the upcoming game. So uh it was fun losing to you. I really I really wanted to win. I just I like to win and you beat me, and we'll always remember that in this season where the Suns went 51 games, you beat me, so fuck off. <laughs> so, um, anything
1: else that you want to talk about before we get out of here today? Man? Oh, man. Or going play some bingo. I was going to say, man, I hope you win tonight, and I can't wait for Tuesday night for the uh, the jammies, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun, dude, because some of my awards came true, and uh, we'll have to compare them, and contrast, I guess, is what we're going to do. So, hopefully everyone joins us for that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's going to be a really good time. You know, for those of you who've joined us in the past for our jammy awards, uh, they're, they're interesting. You know, I think that's a a good way to put it. Um, I think that I'm trying to think of the, the the right way to put it for, for people who've never experienced it. Um, but we will bring up our, our previous, uh, jammies from the past in which we talk about, uh, you know, who, who we picked at the beginning of the season, who we think is going to win um, or who essentially the, the end of year award. So I think that's going to be yeah. uh, really interesting to see where, you know, where we started at the beginning of the season and where we've ended up. Is there anyone, is there any, any shocking thing that you're kind of thinking of ahead of time?
1: No. I mean, I you can't it, really you, tell you right now, right?
0: No, you can't. I mean, but for those of you who don't remember, this is The jammies.
1: The jammies.
0: So make sure that you tune in on Tuesday and Kota kid asks, will there be a special guest? Oh, you know what? There might be, there might be maybe. good question. Hell Kota. Maybe we'll have you on DM us on Twitter. If you want to come on and do it, <laughs> yeah, it'd be extra pretty. You fun. So a uh, buck dog are, are the jammies as good as the Dundee's. Nothing's as no. good as the Dundies, man. No, Nothing's no as good way. as the no, We're at two out
1: of 10, if that. Dundies are 10 out of 10, right?
0: Yes, Dundies are 10 out of 10. And uh, Hell Damn Guy said, You guys won't do postgame for the playoffs. No, we will be doing a postgame. We'll be doing it alongside the sun solar panel. So it'll be on their YouTube channel mm-hmm. and our YouTube channel. So if you're used to coming here right after sun's game, just keep coming right out here after sun's game. We'll just be doing it with Dave King, Espo and Saul Bookman as well. Getting their analysis and seeing, if Try to get our
1: words in get our words
0: in. I'll be trying to get my eight and watch drop in. And I'll be like, listen yeah. guys, if it doesn't work out, if I don't get my sm- star smoke breaks or my eight and watch, we'll just, we'll do our own thing. So I'll be like, and uh, Matthew, what do you think? You're like, ah,
1: shit! I wasn't ready. I'll just be in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: Where would Matthew go? Like so? Yeah, but Fabio's right. Yeah, we'll get some stat me, Dave, on those as well. So, uh, I think on that note, uh, Matthew, is there anything else you want to talk about? No. I Fantastic, good, dude. Well, so this is a reminder to everyone. You know, first and foremost, thank you, thank you, Jamsters, thank yes, you for thank the season, you. thank you for the donations in the super chat, for joining us after every game. I was okay. telling somebody the other day. I almost feel closer to people, you know, especially with the pandemic and not seeing a lot of my friends for a long time. I feel closer to people on Twitter and and the Jamsters who join us after games than I do a lot of people in my personal life. So I know uh,
1: it's like this is our family, right? Second family. This is this our this is our
0: son's family. So you know we can't. Thank you enough for joining us uh, and supporting our program at the end of every Suns game. We can't do it without you. Uh, This is a reminder. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. If you haven't hit the thumbs up button, please do so as well. Uh, If you want to follow the show on uh, wherever you get your podcast, please do that as well. Uh, It's another way to support the show. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review and we'll read it right here on the podcast. We don't have any new ones. We haven't had any new ones here in a while. So let's, Let's get some new ones. Uh, You yeah. can follow the show at Suns Jam on Instagram, Twitter, and the Phoenix Fans app. You can follow me at Darth Voida at all the same places. You can follow Matthew.
1: At Matthew, let's see.
0: And on that note, Suns fans, we'll see you on Tuesday night for the Jammies. Uh Again, I'm going to go play bingo with my
1: mama, my mm-hmm. sister, and my wife. All right. Well, be sure to dress up for Tuesday, too, and everyone go home and love your family.
0: Yeah, buddy.